0: Welcome back family. I'm Tamika. I'm your host. I'm not here with my co-host today because today I'll be doing a special episode where I'll be counting down the top six episodes that you guys listen to us on iheartradio and these were the top six ones and we thank you so much and these is not the full episode it's about a minute to a minute and a half snippet of each episode and if you wanted to go back and you know listen to them again um you know i'll give the title but it'll just be maybe a minute to a minute and a half of each episode and number six is crossing bloodlines we moved in together, and it you is, didn't had to. But do that's anything. the way it goes, though. But yeah, but if you would have just held out till you got married, <sighs> who does that anymore? If you can sit see, here you just there. You go. Thank you. No, no so I'm Thank you, you for making that comment. We in, we're
1: in 2022, and this has been happening before 2022. But listen,
0: I understand that how long this has been happening, and I could sit here and sound just like a hypocrite, a hypocrite, because it's nothing on what I did. But the difference between me and everybody else, I have never once sit back and, and y'all have took me through some things. Y'all were not perfect. I know you, Jasmine, you tried to be perfect for so long. Always, I'm not as bad as this person. Well, I ain't do this and I ain't do that. But then you had your moments. So, but what I'm saying is, but I have never. Number five, does a man view marriage through his mother's relationship? Basically the the question is does a man view marriage through his mother's relationship
1: mom i hate you seriously wow but why would a a man say he hates his mom though is because there are situations
0: where There are situations where men have grown up to be adult grown men with children, with families, married, maybe not married in emotional relationships. And one, their mother might not have been there. Like she should have been whatever that definition to that person is to maybe not be the nurturer that a a boy needs his mother to be for whatever reason or three maybe saw her treat you know men or his father or whatever a certain type of way or been and number four is a current events episode one of the episodes that we do when we talk about current events and they just want to be respected. So when I pull you over and come up to the car, I don't want to hear what you want. No, I ain't getting out and all of that. I want to hear, yes, officer. Hello, officer. And they are a symbol of respect. So it comes with pride with that person that's behind the wheel or wherever you are. Because you feel like, I didn't do nothing wrong. I don't feel like it today. Who are you talking to? I'm all, I already don't like cops. For whatever reason, could be, yeah, you you the one that got Uncle Pookie locked up for nothing. Like, whatever the case is. So, it's all about learning conflict and resolution skills and learning how to respect authority and take their pride down a notch. Yeah, you got pulled over. It Maybe if it was for nothing. Okay, you want to leave? Like you might run into a good cop to be like, all right, go ahead, I'm gonna give you a ticket. Then you might run into that, that that not so good one that's gonna drag you out and make you. Why would you be tussling with a cop anyway? Well, how did it get there? How did it get from you being behind the wheel or wherever you at to you tussling with him? Him thinking you touched the taser. That's the. Let's just say
1: you know you did tussle with a cop, and the cop didn't do anything. But now that person who tussled. In a sense, got respect now out of whatever, because now is all right. You know, you tussle and let's say the cop beat him up now, just cause the way the world is now, it's automatically gonna go to a race thing. Uh. So now you know is the headline. Uh. You know, another white officer beat up a you know a black man, and that they want to you know run with that too. That's mm-hmm. just what social media, the time is now is just it's hard for the good police officers. To be good because everybody assumed they bet, right? So it's just like this is gonna be hard they... for them.
0: Number, Number three t- is addiction: a disease or choice? Now, after I chose to do this, now I'm finding out that I have a misfire in the brain because now I'm addicted. That's what I believe. That's my opinion. Now, I don't know whether I'm saying it's a disease or whatever the case is. Now, I'll be transparent and say due to trauma that I've had in the past of being around people that were severely, severe addicts, severely addicted to drugs, through that trauma, I always was in a mindset that it was a choice. But it was the now looking back on it and doing research and all that kind of stuff. Now I see that there's a possibility that they had this brain misfire during the trauma. I didn't see it that way. As far as I was concerned, it was a choice. You were, you were a addict. You stealing everything. You you know I can't put nothing down. You crackhead. Whatever. Number two, should a woman propose to a man? Personal, which is fine, which is your it's opinion. But
1: it's
0: opinion well, well, it's, a, opinion. it's your opinion being, but it's not the question that you stated. You said, does it make him less of a man if his woman proposes and he says yes? And I said, yeah. Then you turned around and said, no, then you turned around and said, how does it make him less of a man? If his woman proposes to him, you left the last part out. No, it don't make you less of a man. if she proposed to you. How, you know, she was going to do that. But if you say yes, then my opinion, if it makes, it makes you less of a man. I still don't
1: see how,
0: because if you say no, because you don't want to mess up the natural order of things, because maybe of your belief system, then that's a totally different situation. But if your belief system is different from mine and you feel like it's okay, but you have standards, just don't get on your knee, don't do this, don't do that. It's either one or the other. If she get on her knee, what's the problem? Either you want it's okay or it's not. I,
1: you can have standards to so whatever you want to have
0: standards. To. So what are you going to say to her ahead of time in a relationship and say, if you ever decide to propose to me one day, don't get on your knee. Okay. And if she do get on her I'm knee, sure. what you going to say? Get up and go out the door and come back and do it again? Yeah. Okay.
1: Oh, wait, wait. What you doing? Get up off your knee. Okay. Oh, what you doing? You know, have a seat. Okay. <laughs> don't get on here. I can have standards.
0: And number one, which is one of my favorite episodes as well, which is Social Anxiety Teen Edition, because uh, my youngest son and my granddaughter suffer from social anxiety. So we just had a little discussion of, you know, some of the things that they go through, how they deal with it, and they gave a little advice to our teens out there who are suffering from social anxiety as well on some things that you can do to manage through life because nine times out of ten, it might be something that you're going to deal with. And before we get into it, I want to say thank you for supporting us. I want to say thank you for the positive feedback, the constructive criticism. We've been on this journey for almost two years now, maybe about a year and a half or so. And it started off as just a way for me to give back to my children because I, um, I am an abuse survivor. I am a fatherless child. You know, I have, um, had a wounded inner child and years ago when I started my journey I knew I was a teenage mother you know it was a lot and I knew there were things that I did or you know things that they went through that as grown people with their own children now and families that maybe there were things that they needed answers to or whatever the case was so I said why not just record it And do a podcast and maybe we can help other families that may be going through the same thing. And here we are today and we're still striving and we're still strong and we're still growing. As a unit, as a family, everyone, if you listen to us from the very first episode, What a Generational Cycles to Now, you can see the growth in everybody, including myself. Just another step in the journey because it's a lifestyle change. It's not something you do for a little bit of time and then it's over. That's it. No, you're always learning and growing, and you're always, you always have to learn things to step forward you change so your mind changes the world changes your environment changes so you always have to make the necessary adjustments in your mind and in your body and soul to be the best version of you that you can be so from all of us we would like to thank you for supporting us and happy new year And I hope everyone finds their way and everyone, you know, becomes more aware of their mental health and more aware of who they are and take steps to loving themselves and take steps to loving our children and growing our families and being strong together. And here we are, number one, social anxiety, teen edition. And then you always you don't wanna always be comfortable. Be comfortable be uncomfortable. You gotta make yourself feel that way. And the more you say that to yourself, like well this is gonna happen one day, or I gotta go into this crowd one day, or people gonna look at me one day and you just keep telling yourself you
1: genocide yourself, you're gonna be alright. And life moves on. So if you mess up in front of everybody and they laugh, or that's what you get, they're not gonna remember that next year and they're not gonna remember that when you're twenty two. You're not gonna remember them. It is what it is. Live your life, I'm out.
0: Well said, sir.
1: Thank
0: you. He actually just took the words out of my mouth. Well, you can say say it again and add something to it. Flip it. Spit it. Whatever. <laughs> um, I agree with the... You got to be uncomfortable to be comfortable. Yes. Absolutely. But the things you don't want to do, you got to do it anyways. Only because, like... Let's say... You got an actual dream. With you having social anxiety or anxiety in general, you got to overcome it to become your dream. Hmm, you have a dream? Yeah. What's your dream? To become my own boss. <laughs> I know that's Talk right. To. But no, go ahead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and for me to become my own boss, I have to come over my. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Um, Absolutely. This um, is what I'm talking about. This is what we talk about. In order for you to be your own boss, you have to learn how to deal with it the best way that you can. Because over it, of course, I'm sure, but I think it's just going to be a lifestyle change and learning how to deal. But for you to hit your...